Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 25th of January, 2015. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And, brother, take it away. Well, um, like I was saying, um, I brewed wine and beer, you know, uh, because you can brew, I think, 200 gallons a year uh, without a permit, you know, without any problem. And uh, that's a lot of beer and a lot of wine, you know, depending on how you look at it. Ain't no way in hell I'm going to drink that much. But uh, anyway, uh, I had put on two 55-gallon barrels, um, all must have been 2008 or nine, something like that, of uh, Druidic Mead. And the recipe was about... a. Oh, God, it hadn't been made in this country since this country's been here. And um, I can trace some of it back to the 14-1500s. And um, so um, I put it together, you know, the formulary. And, you know, I got the, you know, the, the raw honey and the comb and everything, you know, and ordered about 1,300 in herbs from all over the world, you know. And uh, I put that stuff on. Well. You know, normally mead will usually cook out in about a year. Now, I noticed that in part of the recipe it said on this druidic mead that it could take up to 10 years. Damn, that's a long-ass time. And um, every time I would think that it had quit working, I would be out, you know, around the barrels checking them, and uh, it'd throw a bubbler too. Well, if you bottle that up, it'll blow, it'll blow bottles up. You know, it'll just keep fermenting because... Um, the sugar that you put in it will break down really quick, and um, this here is supposed to have anywhere between 22, and some of it will get up to about 58% alcohol content. I don't know if this would ever get that high or not, but uh, when you start getting 22, 29% alcohol in a mead or in a beer, um, you got some high-powered stuff, and uh, Let's say that's about 2008 or so. Um, and, uh, hell, here we are in 2015. And do you know that that stuff is still breaking down? Because honey can take a long time to break down and turn into alcohol. Well, that wasn't, you know, that was strange in itself. But um, I put on two 16-gallon carrots uh, with the carboy locks on them glass jugs you know, and bone in Italy and um, I used a um, um, the yeast and stuff that had been left over from say a rye beer and um, added uh, you know the 
cornmeal and the sugar and the different things to it, you know, to make what they would call kind of like an old-time beer. And uh, But it would be a corn beer. Jim, that stuff has been fermenting for four months, and normally in two weeks it's done. I put on a batch of uh, Korean Milky, about a four-gallon batch, um, and it's really kind of like a rice sake, a rice wine. Well, normally about two months, two and a half months, you know, it's finished. It's four months down the road, and it is still bubbling. And uh, I put on another six-gallon batch of just uh, honey mead because I had... Uh, I had extra honey, and uh, it went ahead and took about, oh, I guess three months now, and um, it stopped, uh, you know, uh, bubbling in the uh, fermenter carboy lock, so uh, I'm going to check it here in another few days, but I know if you take that stuff and you bottle it up before it's finished out, it will blow the hell up. Uh, one year, a friend of mine wanted me to make some ginger ale for him. And so I made, uh, oh, hell, I, I, I don't know. I made enough that I had probably five cases of uh, of ginger ale, and you use what they call a champagne yeast. And, uh, and it worked on and went through, and it looked like it had stopped, and it had stopped for at least two weeks. And so um, I bottled it on up, and I put it in boxes, and uh, we had a place in B's uh, uh, sewing room, storage, and all that kind of stuff out there. And uh, there was a wooden table, and so I had just slid it up under that wooden table. It was cool, you know, and, man, we rocked on, and uh, I noticed that it started getting up around 90 degrees during the late spring, early summer. And every now and then I'd hear boom and uh, boom, boom. So one day a friend of mine who uh, was the assistant fire chief, uh, me and him were sitting out in the front yard talking in the, in the you know, the, the chairs out there. And all of a sudden it sounded like somebody cut loose with a, about a three to five round burst off of a machine gun. I mean, it was you know, just bang, 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 bang. And uh, I looked at Mel and I said, man, did you hear that? And he said, yeah. He said, what in the hell was it? I said, I don't know. Let's go find out. We walked around and uh, uh, I heard one more explode just as we got close to where B's building was. And I said, damn, what is that? And then I would hear glass fall. And uh, I opened the door to her building, unlocked it, and opened the door. And about that time, about three more bottles exploded under that wooden table. And uh, there must have been a case or two that was outside of the table. And I looked up in the ceiling, and hell, there was glass stuck in the ceiling from where that stuff exploded. And uh, hell, you couldn't move it, man. I mean, just touching it, it would explode. And we finally got it out, but that's what it was, was that that gum uh, ginger ale, um, it, that uh, champagne yeast that must have started working a second trip. And, brother, let me tell you something I learned real quick. Don't never bottle nothing. Wait, wait two weeks to a month after it's finished, you know, just to give it time. And once it settles, 
you're pretty good shape. But if it don't settle and clarify, uh, it is not over. I mean, it may look like it is, but, dude, it is not. And um, so I was talking to Wade. We had been talking last night because he had found a, a soy sauce that's made with a Tennessee whiskey up there and uh, real high-grade whiskey, and uh, consequently they made a soy sauce, and they use uh, non-GMO uh, fresh soybeans, and then they ferment it uh, like they do, you know, over in Korea, Japan, you know, the old way of making it, and even China. And uh, I'm going to have to see about getting some of it, just seeing, you know, how it is. Uh, that ought to be some interesting soy sauce. Oh, I, I bet it would be. Is he going to get try and give you the recipe? No, it. Uh, you can buy it. Uh, um, he sent me a link for it and everything. I'm gonna check it out. I, uh, Sean, he wants to go to Fry's in Houston and uh, see about getting the stuff to put together her computer. And I asked her, I said, well, gee whiz, don't you realize that machine I gave you? <laughs> and so, uh, excuse me, and so we went down to uh, a computer shop in Lake Charles the other day and just put it in so they could check it out, and I wanted certain things knocked out and clean the drive, check the drive and check the... Uh, graphics card because it needs to have at least a four gig uh, memory on the graphics card to be able to do some of the stuff she wants to do and uh, she was still telling me about wanting this other computer and uh, this guy looked in there and he seen that dual core with that uh, uh, Freon cooler on it he'd never seen a brass Freon cooler uh, like that, and or a copper cooler, and uh, he said, "Man, look at all that stuff." And uh, I said, "Yeah, I had it built around 2006 or so." And um, I said, "But um, it was pretty well advanced." I said, "And I've got a four core right now, and I really think that this two core is faster than my four core." And uh, I said, and both of them will throw, throw dirt on you, you know, and they got more bells and whistles on them, and I know how to turn on or off. And he started laughing, and uh, he kept talking uh, to us, you know, and Sean, he realized all of a sudden that, hey, wait a minute. I mean, there's stuff they're selling in the market right now, but they're saying it's top of the line, and it hadn't even caught up with what I had built in 2006. And uh, then I had this one here built, what was it, last year, I believe, uh, at Fry's. And uh, she found out, uh, even at wholesale, it it would take uh, around 15 to 1800 you know, to build a machine like mine. And uh, the same with the other one. And so um, she still wasn't, you know, she hadn't made her mind up till we went down there. And so B walked up to me, and she said, well, Gary, if she don't use it, can I have that machine? I said, sure, B. I tried to give it to you to start with. You know, you want to do desktop publishing? And I said, and if it needs a faster graphics card, you know, I'll just go ahead and, and put that in there. I gave her so much money to build her a computer anyway. And uh, But we may run to, uh, I mean, to Houston next week, and... Uh, 
or the week after anyway, I need to pick up some more of that special soy sauce in that big Vietnamese grocery out off of Bel Air. And uh, I kind of like hitting uh, Benicia out off of Westheimer and uh, and getting fries off of North 45. I could go to the one that's on the south down there, Benassa, but I, I seem to get along better with those folks up there. Both of them are really nice, but I kind of like going to the one on I-45 North. And uh, then we'll see what they're going to do with the one that's in the shop. I expect to hear them call me Sunday or Monday. I mean, Monday or Tuesday. And then uh, I've got to be in... I'm going to drive over to Louisiana to Pineville to the VA. Uh, let's see what next Friday, Thursday. So uh, I got some back and forth going, you know, Louisiana, Texas, Texas, Louisiana, and whatever. But uh, we're kind of getting everything ready, you know. Uh, uh, you have a big uh, solar player, and it's going to knock all of them out any damn way. And... Uh, but I've noticed that we've had a lot of trouble with the Internet the last two to three weeks. Matter of fact, it killed everything this morning. It just knocked it off, and then it come back up again. You had to reboot. I'm glad I have all those safety bells and whistles, you know, because if it throws a line spike or something, uh, man, you can knock a system out. And uh, it'll kill this one here, and I have to go back to the switch in the back on that, that big... Uh, uh, Lightning arrestor, you know, that big choke, kill it, and then uh, turn it back on, and I can hit the button up here, and everything will crank up again. But uh, strange going on with the with the weather and the uh, the electrical systems, um, the net. Um, strange, strange, strange. Uh, did you know that an asteroid uh, uh, was supposed to pass by the Earth today? Well, like the fellow said, it must have passed by because I hadn't felt or heard no shaking and quaking. But I know that they're killing a lot of people all over the world, man. I mean, everybody sounds like they're going crazy. Oh, yeah. They keep talking about it. I mean, it seems like almost 24-7 that they're coming to the U.S., that they're ISIS in that Al-Qaeda and everything else. I just... Well, you know, if you go to the uh, the book of Judas and read it, and uh, people say, well, they don't, you know, if the Vatican don't approve of it, then, you know, it's not correct. That's bullshit. Um, anyway, uh, the Israelis, uh, they went after the guy that translated. They finally killed him and his family. And that guy out of Switzerland uh, was involved in it. He managed to have the, the manuscript was sent to him. The original documents, uh, they bulldozed the whole town where them people were, and they had it hid in the wall. And uh, but they come in, they escaped being killed in Damascus, and he went to another place. They hunted him down and killed him and took out the whole street there. So uh, they didn't want anybody to know. But man, uh, it tells you verbatim um, about uh, Islam and what it was going to do, and it was told, you know, back in the say, uh, in the 1-200 uh, era uh, of this century. And uh, then at 600 AD, you had uh, Muhammad come online 
And um, I was at the Phoenician one time in Houston. Must have been about seven, eight months, a year back. And uh, there was a guy in there, and we were talking about uh, the various religions and the beliefs. And he looked at me, and he said, well, he said, I was born and raised and brought up in the Muslim faith. He said, and I got to study it. He said, and uh, people don't realize it. He said, but Mohammed was a damn murderer. And uh, said, man, he was telling them, see, just before he died, he was just killing everybody. They was heading them up. and um, I forgot how many thousand they killed it, uh, him and one of these other guys killed in one damn day. I mean, it, it was just a bunch of people. There was so much that they were piling bodies up, and uh, they were in a valley. And uh, blood was just, you know, everywhere. You had to wade, wade through it. It was that deep, you know, just from the people's bodies. There were so many killed. And, uh, but I was kind of shocked, you know, and, uh, he was quoting out of the Quran saying, you know, and, uh, uh, I asked him, I said, well, what do you believe now? He said, I don't have a, a religion uh, or a religious belief. He said, because every religion, basically speaking, uh, he said was a lie. And, uh, which kind of amazed me, you know, that he had say that because boy, you say something like that in Islam, let me tell you something. Better not say it where some of those, uh, those uh, radical folks are, because they'll get they'll get fired up in a heartbeat, and uh, uh, they'll go guns and roses on you in a in a, in a blink of an eye. But uh, it's going to be a strange thing uh, in that prophecy of the book of, of uh, Judas, and so you had Judas Isheriot and Judas Iscariot, and uh, Isheriot was the son of the Pharisee, Iscariot was the brother and scribe to the one that they're calling Jesus, but uh, that man was really Esau. And uh, they're buried in uh, in Kashmir in India. And, boy, that messes, uh, messes them up, too, when you go to tell them that. But uh, uh, it uh, it's just a lot of things. You know, people don't know. And, and see, like people today... Uh, um, you're going to see that Judaism as you know it and Christianity as we've been taught and told, see, all of those were uh, fabrications uh, in reality, um, say, by the Jews, which was not really the Hebrew-Israel group, uh, but uh, that's what's become called Hebrew-Israel. And um, in Christianity, see, people don't realize that in reality, uh, Christianity is a term created and defined by the Roman Empire and the Roman Catholic Church or Roman Christian Catholic Church. You tell some of them that, and I'm here to tell you, man, they just like like geese in a hailstorm. Uh, man, they go absolutely bonkers. <laughs> a lot of truth to that Viking um, but that word religion, if you think about it, it means to bind back or tie. And uh, if you deal with the um, uh, the demon called legion that was cast out of the woman, the woman is indicative of the subconscious mind, and legion there is indicative of uh, the legions of Rome and the doctrines of the state, uh, the church system, so forth, uh, from the Roman Empire. And see, so you're under the tax from 
uh, Luke second chapter, and uh, there's telling you something there because Luke is a physician from the time of say Tiberius Caesar. Um, but there's there's a lot of unique things in there. If people would study scriptures to find out what it is saying, instead of trying to prove what the hell they think it means or they've been told it means or what they want it to say, they'd learn something. And the the real secrets are hidden in the King James, uh, even though the document that it took it was taken from the Texas uh, Receptacus was really one of the most corrupt manuscripts that there is, but uh, they're all going back to the Latin Vulgate or the Vulvagate, and uh, see, a lot of people don't understand, you know, when they start reading some of this stuff, uh, and most preachers, uh, you know, they're preaching the the state church religion because of the fact of that 501c3 exemption. They get too far out of line, IRS and them will come down on them like a sack of crap, man. Well, it looks like a few of them's coming in there. I see Southeast Texas. Uh, Swamp Shaman, tell me something. Does your phone last about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and then it kind of goes polywog on you? Well, it uh, it depends on, you know, if, if as far as battery life, yeah, it, uh, on a full battery, it lasts about that long. Uh, I've noticed that uh, if, if I actually start speaking, and actually use it other than just sit here and listen, that it uh, the battery starts to go a little quicker, and uh, I don't know what the issue is with that. Maybe I need a new battery. Maybe I need a new phone. But uh, there there were a few times where I queued into, into the, the show here that every time I tried to speak, I got disconnected. And, uh, yeah, um, I noticed last week you were in there for a while, and then all of a sudden you just disappeared. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, I didn't that know. Was, uh, uh, yeah, I. Um, um, well, uh, Quest for Truth is asking a question. Any way to infiltrate and hide in a deep underground military base to desi- uh, to survive TSHTF scenario, um, and then uh, psychic spies guard military bases. Well. You, you have a lot of military psyops people anyway, but a lot of that is not really talked about a whole lot anymore. They uh, wanted to go underground with a bunch of it, and they changed its name and so forth. Um, but, um, you know, uh, some of that psychic research was too valuable to just walk off and leave. But it scared Congress when it got to the point that they realized under Dreamscape program that you could step into an individual's dreams and mine those dreams and see what their fears are and then take those fears and uh, stimulate a dream scenario. Um, and um, you could basically, uh, well, you could do unique things to them. But, uh, you know, if a person understands uh, when you're in a dream, conscious dreaming project, you uh, you have the ability. You're literally in control. And um, but I guess you know if an individual has a bad heart or something like that, uh, I'll say it this way, and uh, then uh, you could stimulate them to the point that uh, they could cross the fence. And 
So it scared them. Uh, and then when they got to thinking about, you know, what all people knew, um, it's like B-56 is having a rough time getting in and getting out. I don't know what's wrong with the, the uh, web and stuff, but a lot of people are having trouble with uh, uh, it. Must Like I said, it's bound to be sunspot cycles or something. But uh, very unique things. Uh, there's a scripture that always comes to my mind when I hear about the deep underground military bases. I know that if you go to um, Ecuador, Peru, certain places down there, you've got over 1,300 miles of, uh, of camera, uh, of, you know, um, of, um, excavations that have been cut with a, some type of fission or fusion because there's no rock residue and the walls are basically, you know, just like melted glass. Um, wide enough that you could drive a Humvee in some spots. And, uh, but if you get down there and crank up electrical equipment, uh, man, strange things go to happening. Uh, but the scripture states that they have made a covenant with death, and uh, they'll try to hide in the earth and this, that, and the other. But, man, if you have a, a, a pole shift or something of that order, and uh, the mass uh, of the earth begins to roll and twist, uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't think they can build good enough to keep that crap from coming down on you, and that's just a damned expensive-ass tomb, if you know what I mean. Then you have to take into effect the uh, aftermath, even if somebody did survive down under and they had the, <laughs> no pun intended, they had the weight of the world come in on them uh, or come down on them, uh, they're, uh, they're still stuck. They've only got whatever supplies they've got, depending on how bad it gets, uh, they couldn't get out to get more. So, you know, who's the lucky one, the person that's at ground zero or the person that's got to deal with everything in the aftermath? Yeah, um, he was saying that he had heard that they had built hundreds, even thousands of these dumps. Well, that is correct. And, uh, and they are, uh, there probably would be some survive. It's kind of like you read the scenario of Noah. Um, and if you go to different uh, cultures all around the world, um, there was more than seven or eight people survived. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but that, that's a fact. And uh, it, uh, if it's time for you to give it up, you're going to be gone. I mean, that's just the way it is. And uh, um, I've seen people that, uh, and know of people that, um, let's say they wouldn't even get hit, but blood would spatter from somebody else on one of them, and their expectation was so high that uh, they would see that blood and pow, drop dead from fright. I mean, didn't have a scratch on them other than that blood spatter. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of unique things. Um, um, <clears throat> and uh, that is correct, Quest for Truth. Uh, they do, uh, life forms do uh, evolve or go extinct. And see, there's things that they thought had been extinct for, um, you know, two or three hundred years just because so nobody had seen them. And then all of a sudden, uh, they're back again. And uh, matter of fact, they have a sturgeon that's in the Mississippi River. And uh, they thought it was uh, extinct. Uh, just because nobody had caught or seen one in, you know, 60, 80 years. 
Well, they got them. They they started coming up again. So there's a lot of things that's you know going on um, all around the system, and uh, it's just a a, a matter of uh, of uh, you can be in a fire fight. If you can keep your head straight, you can walk through bullets and they won't bother you. But everybody else, if they don't have their head screwed on straight, hell, you a whole damn team will get wiped out. Uh, or you know, all but maybe maybe you or someone else. And uh, there's time and time again, as you think it is, but boy, you really have to keep a grip on your mind. The uh, people's hearts, their subconscious mind, will fail them for the fear. And if they keep looking at the fear or the expectation, and they keep programming that into the middle subconscious mind, then that's all she's going to give back out because she's the creator of uh, of all life and all the issues of your life. Um, that's why uh, some of the major uh, teachings of the pharaohs and the high priest and so forth was to do with uh, hypnosis and things of that nature and how to program uh, into the sub-superconscious mind so that you could activate this God self uh, that's inside of you. And, um, um, you know, I mean, you you got the scenarios of those that think that they uh, have the divine right to rule and, um, you know, they want to do this and that and the other. And then you got the other side defense. And uh, it, um, it, it it's a very unique thing. Um, I know people that would go to church, you know, and they they'd never miss it. I mean, they was on the pew, so to speak, all the time. And uh, they were paying their tithes, and they were doing this, and they was doing that. And when it got right down to it, um, they had such fear in their mind that uh, they would, man, they'd drop dead. And you'd say, man, old Joe or old uh, Mary, uh, they were just fine, fine people. You don't know what the hell was in Joe and Mary's mind. Yeah, um, uh, Gypsy, uh, Rami, uh, the Persian mystic, uh, which is equated with Iran, um, he made a statement, I'll meet you on the plane where there is no war. And um, that uh, is a place where there's no killing because, see, you can't kill in all my holy mountain. And yet that mountain is in Hebrews 12, and it's not talking about the mountain over there, uh, Temple Mountain, Jerusalem and what they're calling the Israeli state, he was talking about a state of mind. You have come to the heavenly or the holy mountain, uh, uh, Jerusalem, the city of the living God, the church of the firstborn. The church, there's a misnomer. It should be ecclesia, uh, the body electric of the firstborn. Well, firstborn from what? You woke up to the fact that you, uh, you're not dead, you're alive. And uh, you are that light. And so... Then they created the doctrines of uh, of uh, of uh, Lucifer, the bright shining one, and that's where they get their Illuminati. And then then they'll turn right around and tell you that Jesus is the uh, bright morning star, the day star. They don't understand. They're saying the same thing. So either Jesus is the Satan, Lucifer, of the uh, a devil in your mind, or uh, <laughs> He he is the one that brings or or reveals the knowledge of true light and understanding to the masses. 
So, so which side of the fence are you? I mean, are you either going to be running or you're going to be jumping? One of the two, you know. I mean, you got to make up your mind. <laughs> and uh, Rami was awesome. He definitely was awesome. And uh, yeah, the uh, parallel dimensions. Um, you uh, you definitely could do that. Uh, about the multi-dimensional states or the parallel realities, um, that's why it tells you you can go in and out and find pasture. Um, and uh, um, so there's there's a lot of things to think about when you deal with this. And um, there are folks that when you're talking to them, you have to be careful how you answer them, but it's because of their belief structure. Um and uh, if you say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, some of them, they can't, they just can't accept that. And um, you'll lose the window of the door of opportunity to teach them. But the fact of the matter is, you know, I mean, if you got wet underwear, you need to tell somebody uh, uh, or that baby's going to tell you, you know, it's time to change something. And so um, uh, eventually people are going to have to wake up or else a lot of them, you know, when they go to waking up to some of these things and uh, they really see it, um, man, they're going to punch their own ticket. You know, I mean, they just can't deal with it. Man, so, man what, uh, what, is, what gets me about some of these folks that uh, that can't, they can't wake up or don't want to wake up, either or, is they can sit in front of a television and they can watch the most insane, off-the-wall, out-of-this-world movie or TV series and be like, oh, man, I wish that were so, or, oh, dude, I wish I could do that, or this, that, or the other. But if you show them that in reality they can or it can happen, whatever it may be, it, it totally deflates their bubble, rattles their brain, and, and they just can't come back from it. Being, oh, there's no way that could happen. That's Hollywood. Well, keep telling yourself that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I agree. It um, it's just you know I mean here again it's it's their thoughts and yet there are things uh, I notice that Amber's writing about more gallons and things of that nature. Um, if you can find some fresh marijuana and uh, whether it's male or female and juice enough to make a shot glass a couple of times a day, um, usually I think it is within about seven to thirty days it'll knock that more gallon smooth out. Um, I've known of people that uh, uh, look like um, polyester fibers were growing out of their skin, and the woman was already in a fetal position. Matter of fact, she was out there close to where you're at, Amber. And um, they put her on that, and within 24 hours from the time she took the first shot glass of it, um, and, um, you know, it's not high. It, it doesn't make you high when it's fresh and raw because of the fact that uh, you have to heat it to get it to activate the THC and the CBNs and things like that in it. And um, within um, a week's time, she was no longer, you know, curled up in the, the fetal position and was really doing, uh, um, you know, doing quite well. I don't know uh, what else you could use. Um uh, I, I, I mean, Jennifer Daniels has got stuff. Uh, you can look with that. You can look into uh, Dr. Leonard. 
Coldwell, C-O-L-D-W-E-L-L. Well, I mean, you can put it on the surface of the skin in certain areas. Um, If you got hives because it was... uh, it had already been heated. You must have got the, the pure oil, the resin oil, or something like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, you, you got to understand, you test drive something. You don't just haul off and get a big dose of it, you know. I mean, uh, damn, it's kind of like people with uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> I guess they think they can go eat a tablespoon or two, you know, and get it on. And, uh, man, I'm here to tell you, it'll mess their program up. But um, the Jane won't hurt you. And normally if they do it uh, for more gallons and it's been cooked down, um, they uh, they don't take over the amount that's about the size of an eraser on a, on a number two pencil. And uh, they'll put that inside the jaw or something like that or smear some on uh, um, the uh, melanoma. And usually in six to eight days, it'll knock out the melanoma. But uh, you can create that by using coconut oil heated to about 170 um, and uh, use the good organic kind. But bring it up to 170 and uh, you should have ground, let's say, uh, get you a pint jar. You probably take and grind an ounce of, uh, of a real good grade of Jane and throw it in that pint jar. And uh, wherever the marking is on it, uh, count that as, you know, a third of whatever the dosage is and then pour enough of the heated um, coconut oil on top and stir it real good or shake the crap out of it with a lid on it, use a moolie or something like that. And uh, what will happen is it makes an infusion. And uh, I've taught people to do that and get rid of uh, melanoma in the skin we had one guy had it on his back. I mean, a big spot, and another big spot on his face. And um, I run energy on him and uh, told him what to do, and he started using it. And uh, man, it knocked it right on out. Well, it can be, a, it, it depends on what the oil base is. If it's been cooked down, uh, depending if you use the run from the cure uh, methodology, uh, some people are using propane and they're blowing their damn self up. I mean, you know, <laughs> you got you got to watch what people tell you. There's folks who tell you all kinds of crap out there, but that don't make it so. <laughs> You ain't used to it, just use a little dab will do you. You know, it's kind of like brill cream. A little dab will do you. And uh, you'll be all right. It ain't going to hurt you. But uh, it can help straighten you out. But if you look up Dr. Jennifer Daniels, on, uh, she's out of Panama. She's going to tell you she's got a website. And Leonard Coldwell, uh, he's got a website and tells you all kind of unique stuff. And you can also look on earthclinic.com. Walt Shaman, what you got up your sleeve? 
Oh, uh, you're talking about the the Jane oil and uh, many things that is that is good for. Uh, I was just reading it funny. I was just reading an article a couple, three days ago about uh, help using Jane oil to help decalcify the pineal gland. Uh, low doses, of, you know, like you said, you know, if you're test driving, start low. You can always hit the gas pedal later if you need or want. Uh, some folks can't always hit the brake pedal, though. Yeah, you and, know, I mean, uh, well, you know, it's like anything else. Some people don't know when to stop drinking alcohol either. That's right. That's right. And, uh, but, oh, uh, you know, I, I hear about everybody saying, okay, we, we bought it over here, we bought it over there. And for some states, like, okay, like Texas, there you know, there's no program anywhere in Texas that allows possession of anything. I mean, hell, these cowboys out here, they catch you with one seed, they'll act like you're trying to grow a crop and try to put you under the gel to pipe sunlight into you. Yeah, the reason is, though, is because damn law enforcement and the judicial system, they make so damn much money on incarcerating those people and that's placing right. the bonds on them. Hell, they're not willing to give that up. That's and, right. Uh, uh, that's planting, the, they can uh, seize your entire property, you know? So if you oh, got yeah, uh, 100 hey, acres out there and you got one little plant an inch tall, they say, oh, well, hell, you, you know, that's... Uh, uh, harvesting and distribution charges, we're going to seize your property, turn around and sell it on a tax auction, or the sheriff, uh, sheriff's new girlfriend is going to wind up owning the property one way or the other. True statement. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, uh, I understand perfectly. Um, Amber's way said that using uh, apple cider vinegar uh, helps some more gallons. Um, um, I imagine soaking in uh, magnesium sulfate, which is Epsom salt, uh, or globber salt uh, uh, in England uh, will help quite a bit too. And if you add uh, um, the uh, 20 mule team borax, uh, that'll knock a lot of stuff out because the borax is like an antibacterial, microbial, etc. But uh, yeah, mar- not marble falls, but uh, oh hell, they got that uh, springs and. Uh, the glass bottom boat it's just north of New Braunfels on thirty five. Um that gun it. Um they had legalized uh, Jane for medical usage and stuff uh oh probably fifteen, twenty years ago. But uh, uh it's kinda like the feds right now. Uh, the feds uh, the only damn thing they're interested in is keeping the black market alive. Because when them dumbasses said that they were going to tax it at 50%, they ensured the black market would not go broke. Uh, people ain't going to pay that. They're not going to do all that shit. They're going to grow it or get it on the black market. Who in the hell wants to deal with all them damn license and all that crap? The hell with right. it. I see the uh, Department of Justice just ruled at a federal level that uh, all Native peoples can uh, grow as much as they want and all that on as long as it's on the reservations. But uh, me personally, I mean, you know, the Indian hasn't been able to trust the government since day one. You know, if it's uh, 
if they you know the the federal level you know for instance uh you're, you're it, it's legal in Colorado for recreational use on a state level well if the feds sweep through then the state level can't protect anybody up there because it's still illegal on a federal level well you know okay so the department of justice just declared that uh on all the reservations it can be grown Grown, yeah, harvested, kept on the reservation. It can't go off the reservation. But I personally think that that's uh, the beginning of some sort of setup to get the rest of what they couldn't get. Well, with Bill Clinton, when Bill Clinton was in, uh, the uh, tribes were told that they could grow, so they grew, you know, quite a few acres of uh, the the Jane. And uh, just as it was ready to harvest, DEA black ships come in and confiscated their entire crop. They tried and sued in federal court to get it back. And uh, they acknowledged and told them, you know, well, y'all told us we could do it. And um, they made a statement about being free and uh, sovereign people. And uh, Bill Clinton responded. He said, well, free doesn't necessarily mean free like many people take it. And sovereignty doesn't necessarily mean sovereign. And uh, so you have to kind of uh, stop and think about, you know, what what's going on. Uh, but uh, you're just going to have to keep your damn mouth shut and watch out for your damn cell phones and crap like that because of the simple fact that uh, um, when you're dealing with government, man, you can't never trust government. That's I'm right. sorry. It's just, that's just the way it is. Uh, those symptoms, Amber, you can take and do this too. This could help him. Uh, Michael Joseph had told me about using a combination of uh, ginger and garlic. And um, so um, I was at Sam's in Beaumont, and they had garlic uh, that was pre-peeled in bags, uh, pound bags, and a real reasonable price, uh, good garlic. And uh, so I picked up a big bag of that garlic, and uh, then I got uh, two pounds of real good, fresh uh, ginger, washed it well, throwed it in the processor, just ground the crap out of it, uh, and uh, the uh, garlic, too, and put it in a gallon jug, and then I covered it uh, with uh, 80, 100, or 190 grain alcohol, depending on, you know, what you want to do and uh, let it extract out, and then after it had been in there six, eight months, um, I squeezed it and uh, just took off all of the extract. And you could take a tablespoon to two tablespoons up to three times a day, and uh, that undoes uh, uh, blockages in women and men. And then you got the natural antibiotic allen um, um, effect of the garlic, um, and psoriasis, in reality, if you really wanted to get rid of that, um, I'd go to Jennifer Daniels and start reading up on the turpentine cure because in many cases, uh, psoriasis and lupus is nothing more than a damn parasite. And so uh, there's ways of stopping this. It's just that, uh, uh, wow, methadone, uh, that is an opiate derivative. Um, it does mess with your head, but a uh, real good set of Jane, uh, you could take and, and get him off. Uh, I know how to get him off of uh, heroin, etc. using uh, Mary Jane, 
and uh, it'll it'll straighten them right on out. Um, the bruising started. Uh, is he a real heavy drinker? Well, honey, I'm sorry, you know. I mean, you're going to have to kind of get a, a headlock on, you know. But if he's been a heavy drinker, if he is, then what's happening is that his ability to clot may be compromised uh, through the uh, the liver. And um, um, But uh, he also needs vitamins and minerals. Uh, he probably needs high doses of vitamin D, being the full complement, you know, with the essential eight uh, Bs. Uh, don't get uh, B12 with uh, vitamin C. You can't take them at the same time because the C counteracts the 12. Uh, and rebuild his blood using folic acid and stuff like that. Um, he probably needs uh, 450 uh, milligrams of uh, maybe um, um, uh, some type of a real good uh, uh, magnesium. With 50 milligrams of zinc uh, each time you take one, so you take, let's say, 450 in the morning or 400 in the morning with a 50 zinc kicker. And uh, that would help. Uh, also, if you get him a real good DHEA, like we talked about last week, uh, that seems to bring the muscle mass, the skin tissue back. Because they were giving me a pill there for a while, and man, I could just walk by and bump something, and it would tear my skin and bleed like hell. And um, I just started turning things around. That's why I started cutting those damn pills that they were giving out. And um, I got to where the further I got away from it, the better off I got. Uh, but uh, you know, it's like anything else. Uh, if he has a blood clotting disorder. Uh, is he a hemophiliac? Oh, lupus, okay, that's parasites. It could be transferred. And if you have a cat, there is a there is an amoeba that cats take and give, and there is an epidemic of that crap in this country. And people don't realize it. It'll get to where, uh, you know, it, I mean, you'll hear people that, I mean, uh, um, Cat urine and cat crap, I mean, hell, it's like perfume to them. It don't bother them at all. Uh, no, it's not. But the first case I worked on when I was in medical rotation was uh, uh, lupus erythematosus, and it was predominant in the Inuit and in the uh, uh, the Eskimo tribes of, say, uh, Alaska, Canada, and uh, the Northwest. And since I was at... Uh, on a rotation at Fort Lewis, uh, Washington, under uh, Madigan General up there, uh, like I said, that was my case. And they normally die of uh, kidney infections. And so, uh, but if you'll take and knock out the parasites or do a really good parasite cleanse, I think you'll find your lupus will disappear. And so will uh, a lot of the... Uh, um, the psoriasis, also coconut oil is extremely good. Uh, people with dementia and things like that, a tablespoon morning and evening, they have proven in studies that it reverses the effects of Alzheimer's, which is uh, Crutchfield-Jakob's disease and reality, but they're not going to say that. 
and see a lot of your uh, stuff like Parkinson's and so forth. Those are all sister related, uh, you know, from different things, but uh, it affects the uh, the uh, immune system. And uh, if you've got the parasites, Gypsy, you're correct. Uh, the parasites is going to compromise your immune system. And um, uh, but the, you need the vitamins and minerals. Uh, Wade came out a few years ago and gave me a book. Um, why animals don't die of heart attacks and humans do. A guy was a vet that wrote that. That's the best damn book that there is on getting vitamins and minerals to prevent heart attacks. See, a lot of these people that are dying from heart attacks, it's because their nutrition, their mineral vitamin uptake is greatly depleted. And you turn that around and, hell, they'll go to, they'll go to turning around and getting uh, better. I've noticed that uh, I had been on this DHEA for about uh, the first couple of days I had ringing of the ears with it, but I was having that anyway. And um, I got to taking it, and I would just take the one 25-milligram uh, capsule a day. And um, I've been on it now, let's see, uh, about two, going on three weeks. Getting ready to go on the third week. And I've noticed more energy. It uh, helps sustain the heart and bones and things of that nature. And um, um, that's true, Gypsy. Uh, the parasite cleanse, well, uh, you have to get rid of them because they'll just get bad on the vitamins and minerals. But uh, uh, there's a lot of things like that. But uh, why animals have heart attacks and humans don't? Or why humans have heart attack and animals don't. Uh, if you can find that little pamphlet, Wade, I see he's in there. He might type it in for you. But uh, that little book, man, will flat open your eyes, and you'll see people that are having tachycardia and uh, atrial and ventricular defibrillation. Um, uh, man, a lot of that is strictly because they don't have the minerals to, to do that. Crohn's disease, yep, you can knock that out. That's a parasite. If you've been in foreign countries, you might see that they'll come down with certain forms of amoebic dysentery. And um, I've taught a lot of guys that's went to Afghan and places like that, and they've come back with amoebic dysentery and teach them how to knock it out. And uh, one of them's wife was a, uh, a real top nurse, I mean a fine lady. And um, I told her some things to do, uh, you know, to help straighten it out. And uh, as far as I've heard, uh, everything's uh, copacetic with them. You know, they're doing just fine. <laughs> That's right. If you had sex with them, uh, it's kind of like if, if whoever you're sleeping with is eating every kind of trash damn thing that there is a diet and parasites and crap in it, you have sex in them, just guess what? They just gave you a dose of it. And, um, I mean, that's that's why people that, uh, let's say they have pyrrhea, and uh, they'll go to kissing uh, on somebody, and the next damn thing you know, whoever they were kissing comes down with it. But you can take hydrogen peroxide, and stop that, you know, just gargle with hydrogen peroxide each and every day, and you can pretty well knock that out. But if you get bad teeth, you need to go get your damn teeth fixed. Either fixed or pulled out, because you can affect your heart 
and the uh, buildup of the uh, fat on your teeth creates a mutated form of nanovirus that goes directly to the brain and to the heart. Um, well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of things you can get out. Uh, uh, the mold, you can knock it out in many ways. Uh, go to uh, go to earthclinic.com and look up the effects and what uh, borax will do. Hell, they make it right out there where in the hell you're at. Uh, U.S. borax is out there. You can't get it any, any purer than what they mine because it's over 99% pure. And, uh, but, uh, uh, candida and stuff like that, those are, those are yeast and, uh, they, they can transfer that. I mean, uh, listen, you can transfer down there anything. You just have to stop and think about what it is you're dealing with and, uh, you know, put the pedal to it. I went and uh, we bought several quart cans of pure gum spirits of turpentine, 100% pure gum spirits of turp. Nothing else in it, just pure gum spirits of turpentine. And um, I'd teach them how to take and uh, take the tablespoon of sugar and the teaspoon uh, measuring spoons of the uh, turp, and uh, they could do that every third day. And, hell, it takes about a month to really clean them out good because you're breaking the cycle of a parasite, which averages anywhere from 14 to 21 days reoccurrence on a cycle from the eggs that was laid from the adults. And uh, that way, if you do it every third day, you don't overload your system to the point that uh, you knock out your own immune response. Uh, Gypsy typed in a parasite deal, uh, product profiles and things of that nature there. Uh, be real good for you. Why animals don't get heart attacks, but people do? Matthias Rapp. MD, it's on Amazon. Shrink rat. That is correct. That's it right there. And uh, that is an excellent book. And if you'll get that and start taking the vitamins and minerals that you need, you're going to find out that a lot of the damn problems that you uh, have had with your heart will disappear. A lot of the uh, leg cramps and menstrual cramps can be eliminated just by increasing magnesium uh, in the diet or, you know, through, uh, <coughs> I don't know, I haven't uh, used the turpentine oil, um, but I know used to, uh, when I was growing up, we'd go get pure spirits of turpentine, you know, from a pharmacy or something like that, but, you know, in old country stores and stuff, you could get it anywhere, even in the grocery store. Uh, turpentine, you can go to Lowe's, and it'll say pure spirits uh, or pure gum turpentine. And um, um, when it says that, it, that's it. There's nothing else in it. And uh, you can use it, and it will work just damn fine. And it's like anywhere between four and a half and six and a half a quart. Uh, that's pretty damn reasonable. Well... They say a lot of things, Amber. Uh, we've used uh, turpentine and pure distilled pine oil uh, in my family from the time I was just little. Cause my dad worked at Crosby Chemicals, and uh, he'd started as a fireman and boilermaker and finally the water tender and um, over the uh, mixing for uh, the chemicals and stuff, you know, to create the different extracts. 
And so they all, if you worked at it at the plant, they would bring home uh, pure uh, 100% uh, pine oil and turpentine and uh, even naphtha. And, uh, hell, we'd take that, put it on bug backs and, you know, and cuts. We'd take a horse sometimes and uh, uh, Dr. Rath Foundation, Truth Bug, put it in there uh, if you want to grab it down there at the bottom. But uh, we done that for years. I mean, uh, we'd take a horse and uh, we use what they call a red scarlet oil. But if it don't have pine oil in it, uh, it doesn't work as well. But if you got that pine oil, you can spray it on a horse's cut. Just put the meat together and you know, uh, you know, without putting uh, sutures in it, unless it's just really bad, and um, it'll heal right on up. And then uh, we would spray that animal with. Uh, 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 what they call a, um, it's a chrysote is really what it is, but uh, you can get it in little half pints and packs up to sometimes quart uh, cans now, and uh, it'll give you the dose. You take like maybe uh, 10 drops or something like that in a gallon of water, and you can spray it on an animal or yourself, and there ain't going to be a fly. There ain't going to be nothing going to get on there. And uh, you'll straighten right on out. Um, Truth Bug says that that deal with uh, Dr. Raft is in PDF, and it's http colon double forward slash www dot all lowercase dr hyphen rath r a t h hyphen foundation dot org forward slash PDF happen files forward slash why happen book and then uh, the second line would be forward slash why book a space o two a space September two thousand three dot PDF and uh, that should help you out right there with Doctor Rat um, Matthias Rat but like I said Wade's the one turned me on to that. And, man, once I realized what the hell it was missing, it was real easy to understand why they're having tachycardia, um, angina, um, um, ventricular fibrillation, atrial fibrillation. It's because magnesium is what causes the muscle to be able to relax. And um, that uh, that's one of the main things in there. The B complex is your stress regulator. And uh, you take it, uh, um, and so, I mean, those, those are things that you can do to really help yourself out. And see, if you listen, uh, like some of them, Dan Terry had sent out uh, one of the effects of uh, people going in under this Obama-Somacare, and um, you uh, go in, and if they put you in the hospital for observation, you're going to get to pay all that out of your pocket. So if they don't take and put you in the hospital for a specific treatment, of a thing, then don't let them do it. And they're telling these people, and if you're a certain age, they're not going to treat you for carcinoma and shit. Well, the hell with them. Um, I mean, they told me I didn't have to get it, so I'm not worried about it. I'm not getting it. I wouldn't sign up for it on a bet because of the fact I can't see paying some damn doctor to treat a symptom knowing that he cannot treat the cure and cancer and things like that are symptoms. They're not the thing. They're the symptom from something.
straighten out what in the hell caused it, and it'll go away. And um, so uh, if you don't find out some of these things to do and start putting stuff back, making some of your own textures and stuff now, when this thing hits the fan, let me tell you, it's going to be more than a smelly situation. Ah, excuse me. Yeah, bubble rubble. What are we going to get? What are we going to get for it? Yeah, see, we we don't we don't really need. I got a deal on even how to take and make a very effective um, analgesic bomb that you can put on tired muscles and stuff like that. I have to send that out. I got that day before yesterday. Um, I kind of run the web and check it all the time, you know, because there's recipes and the children, you know, they like stuff like that. And um, um, the Parasite Cleanse, oh, Gypsy, you're correct. Uh, Another link uh, with chapters and separate PDFs, and uh, he gives that HTTP colon, double forward slash, www.why-animals-don't-get-heart-attacks.org forward slash download dot html. You can get it off the web. I'm not going to reread it. And uh, um, you can do stuff like that, you know, and you can learn. Uh, man, if you don't have to go to a damn doctor and see, like, uh, Jacob uh, came down and uh, he got sick, uh, Danny got uh, got sick, Misty got sick, and uh, so Jacob and them came up, uh, not this, this week, uh, and not last week, but the week before, and asked him, I said, do you have any of my Echinacea Golden Seal? And he said, gee, we don't have any down, uh, you know, at, uh, at the Bijou down at uh, Johnson's Bayou. At Chenier. And um, so I fixed him up with a paint. And I told him, I said, you start feeling this come on? I said, you take a teaspoon three times a day. And I told him, basically, he knows what's in it. And so they'll go to doing that. And um, sore throats and stuff, they don't have none of that shit. And uh, we knock it all out. Um, um, There's just all kinds of things you can do. Uh, Even baking soda can take and knock out... uh, uh, sore throat because it, it can't grow and multiply in an alkaline environment. It can only take and um, and uh, grow in an acidic type of environment. That's why you'll see fat people. If you took and checked them, you're going to find out that they're real acidic. If you can get them to drop their, their uh, pH down to 7.2 to 7.5 and hang there, They'll go and uh, take a good uh, clean-out laxative and uh, get their bowel to working good. Um, and you need to have it working good to where you've got at least one to two bowel movements a day. And then get on that turpentine like uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels uh, talks about. Um, hell, they'll, they'll, they'll go to dropping weight like it's going out of style. And... Um, that's right. If one has candida fungus, you know, one has parasites because they go hand in glove. And, um, um, I mean, it can be passed orally, anally, and, and vaginally. 
So, I mean, this bullshit about, uh, well, I mean, that don't work. That is a crock. And then I hear people talk about, well, we used a condom. I'm going to clue you in about a condom. There was a research group of doctors, of over 1,300 of them at Walter Reed. This was back in the late 70s. And um, while they were there, um, they were having a big conference on AIDS. HIV, and that's really GRID-192, J-rectally infected disease. It's a lab rat that was created in Kansas. Anyhow, uh, what they did was is that uh, they asked uh, the doctors at large, they said, how many of you, if one partner had HIV, uh, you would recommend them to continue to have sex with their partner uh, using a condom? Out of 1,300-plus doctors that are research scientists in the military, not one of them raised their hand. Not one. And uh, the reason is, is that, see, this is why, like, when you deal with uh, uh, surgery, okay, if if I'm in surgery, you have uh, colloidal silver works great. Sure as hell does. It'll knock Ebola smooth out. That's why the World Health Organization kept telling them to stop. Because, see, if they could get a pandemic, they could create a worldwide uh, military, open military martial law situation. But nevertheless, uh, um, anyhow, I mean, you can do all those things and and uh, knock this stuff smooth out of your body. Um, but that condom, um, I think um, a super high-grade pair of surgical gloves, the micron spacing in the plastic, excuse me, is about 300 microns. In a regular pair of surgical gloves, it's around 500. In a condom, it's 800. Well, an HIV virus uh, uh, marker is only 10 microns in size. Do you realize that a 300 and a 500 and an 800 micron uh, plastic filter would be like uh, you spitting uh, from the top of the Grand Canyon and expecting it not to fall down in the canyon? It, those holes are so damn big that that, thir- that uh, 10 micron uh, HIV um, uh, a marker will go straight on through it. This is why in surgery, if a person, whether it's the doctor or the patient, has hepatitis and you're doing open surgery and the blood comes out, you have to change those damn high-grade gloves about every 10 minutes and no more than every 15, or the osmotic action will allow it to go through the wall of that latex membrane, even though it's the high-grade model, and uh, the doctor uh, or the patient will come down. Uh, with it. So, I mean, this is all tested stuff. I mean, uh, this isn't anybody blowing smoke up anybody's ass. I'm just telling you damn right quick. I know about it because in surgery, uh, I had to know all this stuff. Uh, That's right. The uh, athlete's foot, you can soak it in uh, borax and uh, Epsom salt. You can also add colloidal silver to it. And uh, I took... uh, uh, matter of fact, that oxygenated uh, olive, sunflower, hemp, or castor oil will also knock it out. Uh, but uh, I had a step-grandson, uh, Caleb, and um, he um, had got an infection in his feet. 
And when I looked at him, he just reached out and rubbed his feet. Man, his skin just peeled off, you know. And I said, well, son, that's as close as you're going to get to jungle rot. And uh, he said, I've been peeing on it like he told me, and the pee wouldn't stop it. He said it did for a while, but then it come back. And so um, I gave him some of my Echinacea Golden Seal in a spray bottle, and I put, uh, and my Echinacea Golden Seal has colloidal silver in it. But I took and put some of this gold, uh, colloidal gold, uh, um, um, and put it in and had him take and spray his feet. And hell, within a week's time, his feet was cleared up. He's never had any more problems. And I told him, I said, you take and change your socks every day. And uh, don't be wearing the same damn boots all the time. On the weekend, set them out in the sun so that they can aerate. And um, or on the front porch so that they can get air and, and sunlight. And I said, and you'll stop that or have you a second set of boots. Wear one set one day and then the next day wear another set um, and use real good socks and change them often. And I said, and just because you wore a set of socks and, and you sweated in them, I said, uh, don't, don't wear those damn socks the next day. Get you another pair of socks because um, um, it'll come right back. Yeah, I taught them uh, in the military, go back to a Polish sergeant during World War II, and that's how they uh, managed to get an entire division of Poles back online because uh, the sergeant never had uh, um, a foot rod or athlete's foot. He'd piss in the pot, you know, his helmet and soak his feet in it. His dad had told him, and so uh, he was the only one in the command that didn't have it, and they called him in to find out what he was doing. And he told them, and boy, that was a standing order. So everybody, within a week's time, had knocked out their foot right uh, and uh, athlete's foot by peeing in the pot and changing their socks off. And that's why in the military they want you to wear wool socks so it will wick off uh, the uh, the perspiration. Is that perspiration builds up in those boots and stuff? That's why in Vietnam uh, our clothes was made to dry out within three minutes. Uh, even after being in a rain, you know, once it stopped raining, within about three to five minutes, you were dry. And uh, you just changed out your socks and stuff like that, and then you had the tie-offs uh, for the top of your boot, keep leeches and stuff from going up, you know, and get inside your clothes and so forth. Some of them didn't listen. I remember one guy we had on the team, and um, he kept complaining that something was hanging out. Bent him over and looked at him. Hell, he had a, a damn uh, leech that went in his anus, and uh, that thing was as big around his index finger, hanging out his butt. And uh, they had to send him back, you know, to get it out. Normally, you can take a leech and uh, you can either back him out with a cigarette or you can put a little bit of uh, um, Vietnam-style gun oil and mosquito repellent together. Uh, and cut it about 50-50 and spray a little around just the head of where that thing is, and he'll back his ass out there. But if you pull him, he's got... Uh, hooks that are in the tissue and man let me tell you something they can cause some serious bleeding yep uh, female itching things of that Olga Clark that is correct Dr. Olga Clark uh, was one of the number one authorities on parasites see they don't really test for parasites today um Holga's uh, website is http colon double forward slash www dot 
Now, this is all lowercase. Doctor. Oh, well, that didn't look right. It's Hulga, but they got Hulga. It should be uh, Dr. Hulga Clark dot org before we slash, I think. Um, uh, yeah, they do. They sure as hell do, uh, Quest for Truth. Yep, there's a zapper, and there's another guy got a zapper. As a matter of fact, Pacholi uh, used that uh, particular variety, and uh, her husband had come down and started showing positive and um, uh, with some kind of par- um, prostate uh, infection that was showing uh, um, the, the carcinoma cellular growth, and so she put him on certain diet, done certain things to him. And uh, we had talked about uh, massaging the prostate uh, annually. And uh, so she got her some gloves and so forth, and she done that. She, she cured his ass. And he had a big damn melanoma, and she zapped that too. It was all gone. So, I mean, you can take care of this if you'll do it. But um, you're a professional. Uh, that so-and-so ain't nothing but a top gun. That's all they are is make money off of people. And uh, it is definitely a business. And if you think otherwise, then you will be sicker than you were when you went there. Uh, Thieves would do real well. Uh, It's excellent, Wade. And knock a fungus out right now. And uh, 90 minutes from the last time you can smell it in a room, if you've been atomizing it, um, it will kill um, uh, fungus, yeast, and stuff like that in the air. And um, they use it to go into graves uh, to keep from getting um, the fungus that's uh, in the mummies and deep underground uh, because uh, that's where a lot of those people died from. And see, uh, a lot of times in your Old Testament, they talked about devils and so forth and so on. And if you really look those words up and break them down, you're going to find out it's talking about parasites. And, um, um, I mean, like in cattle, we call one of them, it's a liver fluke, and they call it bankrupt, uh, the bankrupt worm. Um, or you'll see people that uh, they'll come down and they'll get um, a tapeworm. Well, normally, to get rid of a tapeworm, that's a, that's a major deal. I know of people, though, uh, one woman, her husband came down with a tapeworm, and um, they call it wasting syndrome uh, in some cases. And she said, I know how to cure that. That's easy. She said, all he can eat for 30 days is uh, pure um, um, sauerkraut. And the doctor said, I've heard a lot of things, ma'am, but I've never heard of that. And um, so uh, she said, well, I'll prove it to you. So she carried him home, and, uh, you know, there's a German family on the West Coast out there, and she put him on sauerkraut. And that's all he could eat was sauerkraut and all the water he could drink for 30 days. He went back and they checked him, and that sauerkraut had done removed that parasite. Uh, some people say, well, if the parasite gets to your brain or it gets in your muscles, they can't stop it. That's bullcrap. That's where um, um, green, black uh, walnut holds, cloves oil, Mediterranean olive leaf, and wormwood made into an extract. And you can put them on that and uh, say go seven days and then stop seven. Come back, do seven more, stop seven. Then seven more and then stop. 
uh, and uh, that will go through even the blood-brain barrier and take them out of the brain. Um, it'll knock the liver fluke and stuff like that out. But in cattle, see, uh, in Mississippi, they had done a study, and during the summer uh, when it's hot, and July and August is when you have to worm for uh, the liver fluke because otherwise it's not active. It will hibernate, and if you don't hit it then, uh, you will not take it out. And so a lot of people were losing cattle. And see, uh, they were using uh, phenothiazine years ago. They'd uh, put that, uh, it's kind of like sheep dip, uh, sheep dope. And they'd worm sheep with it, and they'd knock out their worms and their strongules and all this, you know. But then they they made that illegal so that they could sell, uh, oh, crap. Uh, hell, we use it now. Um, um, you inject it. It's a clear liquid. comes in 50 cc to 250 milliliter bottles. Um, oh, fiddle. Anyway. You give them one cc, you'll cover 110 pounds in body weight. And uh, but after a while, uh, roundworms will build up an immunity to it. But um, ivermectin, that's what it is. Um, but uh, we learn to give our horses and stuff. But see, that turpentine will do the same damn thing. And uh, the turp, once it's in the body, no cell can exist without an oxygen supply within one cell of it. And, um, see, I mean, it depends on whether you can dive it on or whether you can, uh, you have to take it. But, um, um, you know, that's just some of the deals. Uh, Gypsy gave another site for Helga, and it's http colon devil forward slash net forward slash, and that's lowercase, and Dr. and Clark's all one. Um, there's a lot of people that will get on here that uh, um, have some really good ideas and good knowledge and experience. And see, uh, it's like your mind. I mean, parasites can affect your mind the way you think. Um, uh, see, a lot of people get fear-based. I remember Jacob when he was younger, because they loved going barefoot. And uh, he would come to me and he said, gee, I need that parasite cleanse. And I said, how do you know? He said, because I can feel them crawling. I said, okay, that's good enough for me. And so I would listen to him, and we'd doctor him up, you know, and, hell, it wasn't long. He was he never lost weight. He was always top shape, top form, you know. So those are things that you can think about that you can do because uh, uh, they're simple things. Uh, you know, I mean, an ounce of prevention is worth 100 pounds of cure. Frank, good to see you in there. Quest for Truth, Meta Truth, Iowa Hawk. Oh, by the way, um, any of you that uh, think you know something about uh, dealing with property taxes and stuff like that, if you would, get with Iowa Hawk, uh, Jim, because uh, he's kind of in a little situation there, and uh, he thinks that uh, he can um, uh, knock them out pretty smooth. So, uh, if some of you that know what you're doing want to get with Jim Iowa Hawk, um, he would greatly appreciate it. If you'll type in a, a website or he'd type in a website or whatever, um, then you could hook up with him if you want to do that.
videos on parasites, uh, Gypsy says, H-T-T-P-S colon double forward slash www.google.com forward slash question mark G-W-S space R-D equal S-S-L no, uh, um, uh, pound sign G equals parasites ampersand mark TVM equals VID for video. Uh, you can punch that in. That would help you. Uh, Jim throws his address in there. It's KMC at Iowa Telecom. One word. I-O-W-A T-E-L-E-C-O-M dot net. Jim is Iowa Hawk. I'm sure he would greatly appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm thankful we did, too. We got everything done because uh, I put it all in trust, and I want to make sure that I've got something to carry forward to give to the children. And so that's that's one of the ways we do that. Um, just type parasites and press video. On Google, uh, Gypsy Eyes said, um, anybody got anything else that you want to throw on the burner? And looking for financial help, and I don't know, you might be able to do that, you might not. Uh, sometimes that can be a real stretch for some of these folks, uh, some of them got enough uh, got enough uh, wood on the burner that uh, I mean they they can't go anywhere with it. And um, you're quite welcome, Iowa Hawk. Hey, Justin. Swamp, I mean, uh, Swamp Shaman. What you got, brother? You want to you wanna throw anything else in there? Oh, we're talking about uh, prevention versus curing. And uh, you mentioned that uh, cancer isn't the cause. It's the result of something else being out of balance in the right. body. Oh. Uh, just a, a, a very small, very slight thing that will help uh, keep a little bit of that in balance is uh, exclude sugars from the diet and intake, uh, increase the intake of dark fruit, uh, dark plums, blueberries, acai berries or acai berries, however it's pronounced, pawpaws, plumberries, you know, muscadines, things like that. Uh, I forget the uh, the ingredient that's in it that causes the uh, the per- or that has the preventative in it, but that's uh, you know it, it's an easy, inexpensive, and tasty way to uh, to avoid. You know, I mean, it's, it's certainly better than than taking no action at all. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, ow, but the uh, the overall uh, result 
is uh, I mean, not the overall result, but the the source of your your fruit makes a difference as well. I mean, if you, if you're buying stuff that's been treated, then you know you're you're spinning your wheels. So be sure you're getting it from a, a reasonable, decent, reliable source. You know, if it's got Monsanto or Dow Kim anywhere in the the makeup from start to finish, then it's not worth a damn. So avoid it. Uh, I've been uh, been doing business with a, a company from uh, California. Uh, they're a Baker Seed company. It's a uh, Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds. They've oh yeah, that's three- in Missouri. Yeah, Baker Creek's in Missouri. That's a good group of people. Yeah, they've got three uh, three sites. Uh, one is Mansfield, Missouri. One is Petaluma, California. And one is Weathersfield, Connecticut. And uh, good prices, prompt shipping. They'll treat you right. I'm not here to promote a website or anything, but uh, if, you, if you're looking for high-quality seeds that are non-GMO, they carry over 1,500 uh, types of plants that are non-GMO, very, very. Victory Seeds is another one that's that way. They're on the West Coast. Uh, Let me throw something here right quick. That's correct. If you can drop your pH to 7.2 to 7.5, get on there and hunt down Leonard Coldwell, doctor, Um, and she is correct, Violet Hugh 1. Uh, there is a CBD hemp oil that is legal in all 50 states, and it has been proven to knock out uh, uh, the effects of what was causing the carcinoma and reversed it, even in fourth-stage lung cancer with the tumors. Um, so that's something to do. Another thing you can do, now if you're going to take and use a sugar-type base, you want to use molasses. A blackstrap molasses, grandma's molasses, a better rabbit. I like to use the grandma's because the jar lid's big enough, or jar's big enough. And I'll take, what's that, about a 12-ounce bottle of that and put a heaping teaspoon, um, you know, heat it up in a two-quart saucepan. It's going to foam up. And it's just like when you heat up to make peanut brittle. When you add that that, um, uh, baking soda to it, it's going to foam like crazy. And so if you've just got uh, that 12 ounce and you're using a one-quart saucepan, it's going to be all over the stovetop. But if you use a two-quart, it won't. And uh, we would take that uh, a heaping teaspoon, sometimes a heaping tablespoon, but usually a heaping teaspoon is about all they can handle of baking soda. And uh, we would heat that. And uh, once it heats and foams and mixes together, that uh, sugar is now the uh, carrier. And uh, what will happen is that if they take a teaspoon once, twice, maybe three times a day uh, and keep uh, tabs on their um, pH, the uh, carcinoma, tumors, etc., parasites will suck up that uh, uh, sweetness from the molasses. But when it goes inside, the attachment bonding of the uh, Baking soda uh, is uh, down at such a low level that it's just like carrying a bomb inside of the parasite, the tumor, whatever, and uh, so it's a self-destructive uh, mechanism. 
you're feeding what it thinks, and it looks at that sugar, that sweetness in the molasses. It does not uh, see the alkalinity. But once the alkalinity gets there, pop, pop, pop. Parasites, everything go to disappearing. Victory Seeds on the West Coast is one, and Baker Baker's Creek um, Seed Company is the second one. And he gave a listing for California and for Missouri for Baker's Creek. Uh, both of those are excellent for um, organic um, uh, heirloom seed companies. Baker Creek, that's right. Baker's Creek, Baker Creek. Yep. I was using uh, what they call West Coast... Uh, seed company, but it happened to be in Canada, and every time I went to uh, to, to deal with them, uh, Baker's Creek Seeds, and it'll be at http colon double forward slash www.rareseeds, one word, dot com forward slash, and that'll get you there. But uh, I used West Coast Seeds. They had great seeds, but it would have to go through the Canadian uh, U.S. Customs every time. And uh, sometimes they wouldn't send you your seed uh, because they didn't want it in the country due to Bill Gates and Monsanto and Sinjin and DuPont and, and uh, Archer Daniel Middleton and uh, um, Cargill. I mean, so them damn people, they're into controlling the market and making you have to pay. Um, you can also, um, um, yeah, Baker Creek, the rare seeds is good. I've used both of those. And I liked, like I said, uh, West Coast Seeds, but I had to convert um, uh, to a special money order to deal with them. And uh, I had ordered uh, four pounds of uh, pure, old, original heirloom uh, Bantam sweet corn. And, um, ah, damn, man, listen, it took, I don't know how long for me to get that seed corn. So, uh, uh, HTTP colon double forward slash www.victoryseeds.com forward slash two excellent sources right there. Like I said, the rare seeds is Baker Creek and uh, Victory Seeds. Those are outstanding in the continental U.S. Go ahead, Swamp Shaman. Hell, we lost him. His phone's gone. Okay. Anybody else? Dallas, you, thank you. Truth Bug, thank you. Uh, the blue corn, the uh, the Hopi uh, and Navajo blue corn, especially Hopi blue corn, if you can get some from the tribe, um, um, the Havasupa sells some in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Uh, I, I don't know if you can get it from them, but um, damn, I did know the name of the shaman that's out there. And um, 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 Supai Waters. Supai Waters is the uh, uh, shaman for the Hava, for the, uh, the um, Havasupa uh, tribe in the bottom of the canyon. And you can get it there. You can write to some of the tribes. 
Um, but that blue corn, see, uh, there's a certain corn or the blue corn, and there is a certain apricot that will grow uh, in 10 to 15, 20-degree weather. And it's been uh, told by the prophecies of the tri ancient tribal shamans that, um, um, so they talk about global warming. Well, once it warms to a certain point, and the clouds come up and the sun shuts down in those areas, you're going to have a, uh, in essence, basically a thermal nuclear um, uh, freezing. It's going to go to the reverse. It's going to drop the temperature so damn fast that uh, the temperature is going to uh, really uh, um, mess up the program. Um, the borax protocol again. Shrink, uh, if you can go to um, uh, earthclinic.com, uh, and uh, you'll look up and it'll come up, and that, that is a vertical file. They've got uh, the effects and people commenting on how to use uh, apple cider vinegar and borax and different things there. But um, there's a lot of things that they'll give you at uh, recipes that they've used and they're being effective and uh, outstanding link, earthclinic.com. Uh, there's also a particular... Uh, Wow, look at that. Uh, Hopi blue corn seed. Hey, man, that's a long deal. It's um, it's a horizonherbs.com forward slash products. I mean, you know, and I think the specific on it equals 1480. But uh, it's a truth bug throwed that one up. But um, uh, they have an apricot, like I said, that will go way, way low in freezing temperatures. And... Uh, and produce that it was prophesied in the tribes that uh, they needed that because of this uh, global warming is going to bring about a massive global cooling. Um, blue emu oil will also help, um, and it doesn't stink. I mean, you can get it. It works pretty good. Uh, there, there's just many, many things. Mother Nature has given us all kinds of good stuff to use. Um, I remember, like, uh, when we were children, they'd have uh, a crew for the hooping call, and uh, because we had sheep, well, when we butchered, they'd save all the tallow and melt it down, and they'd put it in, uh, used to, you could get, like, a old, maybe a half-gallon can uh, Folgers coffee would come in, and they'd fill that thing full of uh, um, that uh, tallow, sheep tallow, and they'd put a old terrycloth washcloth in there. And then they'd set that dude on the stove and warm it up, you know, and they'd get it nice and warm but not enough to burn. And uh, they'd squeeze it out and they'd lay that damn uh, tallow rag on your chest. And they'd pull that dead gum cough right on out. I mean, just straighten you up. I'm, I don't remember having to do it, but maybe a, a night and a day, two nights at the most, and that might, it'd be clear. Um, it just it felt kind of oily and warm, and you know, I mean, you had to get used to that. But other than that, it worked great. And um, goat's milk, coconut oil, almond oil, and so you could you could make the almond oil. You could even make the coconut oil. Um, I, I walked in. Amber sounds like you're a salad, baby. I don't know about the audio problem. I know that when you start telling certain things. Um, yeah, one at a time. Uh, they uh, tend to monkey with the program if it's getting too good, uh, you know. It messes up their damn program because you you got to remember, 
See, vaccines really create um, uh, multiple mutations. And oftentimes uh, what will happen is they'll give a vaccine, and they're having people now that they're coming back, and even the vaccine, they're being reinfected from the vaccine, even though uh, they formerly had had the vaccine. Uh, and then people that have never had the vaccine um, for measles and stuff, they would come down with it. Um, and uh, that happened to Beth and Jacob when Misty uh, had to put them in school at Canyon Lake in Texas. And uh, she had to sign a permit. Uh, and uh, what was happening is the same thing happened with Jonathan Salk and Cedar Grove, New York, also called Camp Cancer. Um, they uh, created the Salk uh, polio vaccine. Well, that was really a live virus. And so when they would give it to the children, it would grow in school. Well, they would go home and exhibiting feces and urine symptoms of a positive nature. And now their mothers and daddies would come down with the damn polio. And uh, so you're dealing with a eugenics type of system uh, because they've been using vaccines as germ warfare, and they know the side effects of it uh, all the way back to about 1540. And uh, Michael Tessarian has a book, um, um, Atlantis and Alien Genetics and Manipulation or something like that, and back in the very back of that paperback, there is a list going back to about 1540 of what they did to make a vaccine. And they found that when they would use the bovine um, um, protein and so forth from the blood, uh, the albumin, that uh, they would come down with, you know, massive amounts of diseases from them. They would kill off all kinds of people. The swine vaccine strain 40 has... 40 substrains in there that can mutate. And we knew that young girls in the 70s and 80s, you could give them a shot, and within 120 days, they would come down, a good percentage of them, with uh, human papilloma viruses. And it wasn't from sex or anything. It was just from that goddamn virus. And um, um, so you have to stop and think about it. Um, I remember every time I'd go to the hospital, you know, uh, uh, I, I'm so glad that I had a reaction to it years and years ago in the military, and they told me right then, the immune, immunologist told me, said, whatever you do, don't you take a damn vaccine, and you tell them to shove a damn flu vaccine up their ass. You hear me? I said, yes, sir, I got you. And so I never would take them because of the reaction. And um, to this day, you know, they'll ask me about that, and I'll tell them. And... Um, um, Everywhere I go, in the VA, all of them, and they all know, I don't take that crap. That's like if you had uh, chicken pox and you come down with uh, shingles. You can get on Echinacea Golden Seal and certain things like that, and you can knock that out. Because remember now, a virus is only a fat lipid or a, a protein and a fat lipid a part of someone or something's DNA chain. And what they've done is that they have removed the controllers in there, and so they don't know what's going to happen. Any kind of a stress situation, bango. I mean, you can get any one of those 40 sub-bases. I worked on the D program for the serum uh, of swine vaccine, swine vaccine strain 40. And um, I remember having to make it and uh, to dilute it down to where you used it uh, like they do in England um, you know, one one hundred thousand. You know, and 
give the small portions of it, and it would deprogram the actual effects. And I had to work in an ultralight environment. And um, I was fixing to leave, and so I worked with it all day one day in that exposed room. And, man, it burnt my eyes, I'm telling you, for about a week. Um, I had to be real careful, wear glasses, you know, because of the fact that uh, um, it had literally given my eyes sunburn. So, I mean, um, but anyway, we neutralized it, and I took care of it. But there's a lot of things you can do. Now, they're trying to stop uh, the vaccine uh, exemptions because, see, they know that they can control the populations by giving them um, that vaccine. It may temporarily stop whatever. That's so like that vaccine that they come out for flu this year. They know it's over 75% uh, ineffective. And um, if people really knew the real effects, um, doing things with lipids, uh, um, Dr. Gary Nicholson, yeah, that might be a thing to look at, but, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, see, anthrax, uh, people uh, don't realize it, but when anthrax is around, you want to get on cayenne pepper or a cayenne extract because uh, it's just like uh, people that have uh, ulcers. Ulcers is nothing more than a damn uh, um uh, um, a microbe or uh, whatever in the gut lining. And if you go on a real good echinacea golden seal and stuff like that with uh, cayenne in it, it will kill that out and the damn ulcer will go away. Uh, there's a product called Carnivora. Carnivora. If you listen on Coast to Coast, they'll come on uh, Bollinger, I think it is, uh, and they'll come up with it. But that is what Ronald Reagan used uh, that was the main thing that helped him beat cancer because it doesn't attack a healthy cell. It only attacks one that is unhealthy, that doesn't exactly match your DNA markers. C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A, um, and it um, they got a phone number, uh, something, fly trap or whatever, but it's it got to be some derivative or something based on uh, the Venus fly trap because it eats uh, amino acids, uh, you know, meat, things like that. And so it's got to be something on the order of that. Uh, Jeff Rensey, R-E-N-S-E, um, show insights on rensey.com. Yep, that's true. Uh, there's a lot of good places you can get information. And um, see, like I hardly ever watch it. Every now and then, if the voice comes on, I done gave my word, so I'll go watch the voice can be. But um, I'm not much on that damn TV at all. Um, I might watch a football game if it's something special. I'm not a college fan, so uh, it's got to be something good or a team I like. Otherwise, I don't have time for a football game. But I, uh, I've been watching movies and, and, and research stuff, all week long. Sometimes I'll do it all day long. That's it uh, right there, Truth Bug. HTTP colon double forward slash www.carnivora.com.
forward slash. I'll get you hooked up. And uh, there's, like I said, things like that. Um, if you're bound and determined that you're going to go and be treated for cancer, do not go to damn uh, M.D. Anderson. There is a guy named Brzezinski that's in Houston. And what he does, he takes your own blood, and uh, there's another doctor that does this too, and they make the the, uh, situation from your own blood, and he'll go right back in and just kick butt and take names. But it took him several years to get the FDA to allow him to do it, but they couldn't disprove. Uh, He was making them look like such buttholes, so finally they, they caved in and let him do it. But um, um, all kinds of things. Graviola, G-R-A-B-I-O-L-A, from Brazilian uh, graviola tree of the rainforest. That might be one you can look into. Um, see, that's what I'm saying. you got people on here who will come up with stuff, and some of this stuff is not very expensive at all. And um, um, unless your pastor or something like that has the ability to heal or knows really how to heal, uh, most cases, uh, I mean, you're wasting your time in many cases, and they'll tell you the best thing to do is go down and, and feed the hospital machine. Um, you know, they'll have a barbecue or whatever dinner for you. And um, it's kind of like this one lady, I asked her, they said, uh, do you believe in prayer? She said, oh, I sure do. Said, uh, well, uh, when you're sick, what do you do? She said, the first thing I do is I have my husband call for the doctor, and he comes and he prays for me. And uh, while the doctors are praying, I told him to go get the car warmed up or cold or whatever. And uh, we'll be ready to go to the doctor as soon as the preacher leaves. So, I mean, the woman didn't really believe in her healing anyway. She was just going through the motions of her religious belief. And uh, she'd be heading down to the local doctor not knowing or realizing that he's a symptomologist. He only uses allopathic medicine, a toxin or a poison, to treat a symptom. He never treats for the cure. He'll throw his ass in jail or take his license. That's exactly what happened to Dr. Jennifer Daniels. She was curing people without the use of the pharmaceutical industry, and they pulled her license in New York. Hell, she was a Harvard grad. Apricot seeds, lateral vitamin B17, uh, that does. But uh, um, you got to remember, I mean, Steve McQueen got on lateral, and while it is good, it's not the end all. There's other things that could have been put with that. Um, and uh, uh, marine phytoplankton. Well, see, like with us, now, what I do is, uh, uh, what is it, Miyachi? Um, M-I-A-A-G-C-H-I dot com, I believe it is. It's Korean. 
Um, just look up for Korean dishes and recipes, and you'll come down. You'll see her. She's a little short, a uh, little old gal. But uh, she gives you recipes for making uh, the fermented uh, chili paste that they use, like in bibimbap and things like that. And she gives you a recipe for making prepared seaweed. And um, you can take a teaspoon of that. I made a pack the other day and put it up, and uh, uh, it's easy to make. Um, let's say, like in my case, I, I buy these big bags of seaweed, and so I would tear up enough, you know, to uh, put in a good-sized bowl. I would mix up uh, maybe um, um, an eighth of a cup of a real good fermented uh, soy sauce, um, I'd put in about uh, the same amount of, uh, of, uh, of uh, uh, either brown sugar or uh, molasses, mix that good, and then I'd put in uh, like five or six finely chopped, uh, well, no, I didn't put that in there, that had been too hot, they couldn't eat it, but I put in a, a, a good little chunk, you know, um, maybe one or two of the little Thai bird peppers, chop them fine. You may about only put one, you know, depending on what the hot stuff gets you, saying about five or six uh, fresh, big, nice garlic cloves, about four or five green onions. Uh, just pop the little fuzz tails off, wash them good, fold them in half or cut them in half and fold them over and just cut them into small chunks. Throw that in. Um, the green onions, uh, garlic, a hot pepper, the soy sauce, and um, the molasses or brown sugar. Mix that real good and then pour it in. And then once I've got it mixed real good, um, I'll take and um, I'll pour in a maybe a big tablespoon or so of fresh hot pressed uh, uh, sesame seed oil and mix it and uh, just put, and put in... Uh, big tablespoon or two of uh, sesame seeds, mix it real, real good, uh, put it in, uh, say, a pint jar, you know, with a plastic lid. You can buy the plastic lids for your pint cannon jars at Wally Winky. And um, I'll put it up in the fridge. And so uh, everybody gets them a teaspoon once or twice a day, depending on what they're doing or if they want a, a mess of it with kimchi and whatever and uh, rice and, you know, whatever we're cooking. And um, then I'll make the different types of uh, sauces. Like I make a fresh tamarind sauce uh, that has got uh, turmeric and hot madras uh, curry, uh, then Thai peppers. Um, and I put, you know, like six or eight in there and chop them up pretty good. So it's got a little bit of sauce to it. And um, I'll take uh, a sheet of Flattened. You can get it in a Vietnamese grocery usually. Um, sometimes the Islamics or the Indo, uh, Indo packs will have it. Uh, that's an Indian Pakistani type grocery. And uh, take a sheet of that and tear it up, the, the apricot, and uh, they pressed it out to, to where it's like a, um, a fruit wrap, except it's thicker than that. It may be um, all, uh, about three eighths of an inch thick. And then I'll put in a block of uh, tamarind, and I can get that at any one of several Oriental or the Indo-Pak type stores, and a little bit of uh, distilled water, 
and heat it low until it breaks down good, and then I'll take a moolie, whip the crap out of it, and start adding the other stuff to it that I want. And um, I put plenty of that curry in there because that's going to give it that extra kick and uh, that hot uh, flavor. And uh, then I'll uh, add some molasses to it. And um, I might take, uh, I don't all the time use Oriental-type sherries. Um, I found a real good uh, cream sherry from, uh, oh, out of New York, that New York winemaker up there, who in the hell it is. Anyway, I put that in, and you know, and I get it to where it tastes good, and then I cook it down real low and slow until it kind of thickens up. And um, I put up, uh, what was it, six pints the other day, and I had about a half a pint left over. And so I made my own tamarind sauce. Well, you can take that, that uh, Thai tamarind, and I've sent recipes out, and if you'll punch Thai tamarind sauce up the web, it'll give you several things, go down there and look through some of the stuff that you'd like. And um, I'll take chicken halves or quarters or legs or thighs or even wings, and um, I'll take and uh, put so much in a, um, a Ziploc bag and pour that in there with them and get all the air out and throw it in a vegetable crisper. Then I may make a, a Thai peanut sauce, and I'll do another batch and throw them down there. Then I might take and do a, a Korean-style hoisin uh, um, on the order of a Thai with an extra heat in it and uh, uh, or a Korean barbecue wing, and um, I'll throw those down in the deal. It might be thighs. It might be breast, whatever. And if you take your corners, if you're going to do that, take um, um, your cutting board and a good paring knife and just punch the hell out of it, punch holes all in it, both sides, and throw it in. A Korean lady uh, and I were talking the other day, and she said, you want to marinate any meat at least three days if you really want the flavor in it, and out to as much as a week. Well, I was already doing that, but uh, it was damn nice to have it confirmed by you know, a, a real good uh, Korean cook. And uh, so I've got uh, three batches of chicken on that's been marinating, and uh, they've got another day, this one, too. Yeah, tomorrow, be, I can take one out tomorrow. It'll be the third day uh, for the uh, tamarind wings and uh, tamarind quarters. And um, um, there's all kind of stuff you can do, but you can cause your body to heal itself. Uh, Violet Hughes said Dr. Gary Nicholson was on J.B. Wells this week talking about lipids and myo or mycoplasm um, uh, type parasites. A very good uh, story, so you might hunt down J.B. Wells and uh, his show. I think you have to kind of pay to listen to him. Um, there's a lot of these people, man, I'm telling you, they, they, they really like their talk show, brother. And if you stop and think about how much it costs to listen to all of them, you could uh, you could spend some serious chunk change for some of these folks. Anybody got anything else? Wade, thanks uh, for that uh, soy sauce. You know, I bet that'd be some damn good Tennessee whiskey. Um. Seems like I've made some kind of like that before or something on order of that, you know what I mean? But 
Anyway, uh, I had sent you a little email. Because, man, I've had some strange effects occur with the fermentation process. And I've made beer and wine for years. But I've never seen anything like this. And you remember when I, wasn't it 2008 I put on that uh, that uh, druidic mead? And, hell, you realize that it is still fermenting? Well, it said it could do it up to 10 years. God damn, I wish it would get quick pretty, uh, you know, finish pretty quick here. Uh, Shrekbrat's got one called the Conscious Life News. Um, those of you that can grab it, uh, man, that's a good one to throw out there. But uh, um, love you, Gypsy Girl. You have a good one now, babe. I'm glad to have you on the call with us. Um, well, there's warnings on the uh, on the new TV flat screens. If you go into a place and look at them, pull their pull their warning label and instruction manual, and they'll also tell you that that new high-definition flat-screen TV, uh, don't be doing anything on the couch with your girlfriend or whatever because uh, you're putting on a show for folks. And um, um, there's a reason they're going to technologies like they're going to because they want to take and keep track and control of uh, the information on everybody and everything. So be wise when you talk. That's why I told you the prophets used to speak in idiom, metaphor, and allegory. And um, I remember a judge telling me, he said, whatever you do, you always hang with that Bible or hang with those scriptures. But you see, there's also a place in there that says that uh, the beast is going to eat uh, the whore, and it refers to the church because uh, they're teaching a false belief structure under the subtitle called religion so they can rebind you to Rome. And that's something you need to find out about and think about. Um, yes, it does. Uh, um, they know that a child, if you put them in front of a TV, they will cycle alpha wave within 60 seconds. And if you'll watch them watching, watch their eyes. And they'll trigger up in that 15 to the 30% uh, range above eyesight normal level, and that there is an automatic telltale sign of triggering alpha theta. And um, if you see the tear ring in their eyes, they're triggering into theta range, and that's where a child learns really 70% of everything he or she'll know by the time they're three to three and a half. And then alpha range, it'll jump on up uh, to get the remaining all about... Uh, 90% by the time they're six and a half to seven and a half. So there's a lot of things that's going on, and uh, mind control definitely has been uh, since the time of Bernays, who was Freud's nephew. And uh, he's the one taught him how to create a market and with Mandel House and different ones like that, and you're going back into all kind of unique things. Folks, it's 9 o'clock. I've been on here two hours, and I know that uh, uh, some of you got things you got to do, want to do, need to do, whatever. Enjoyed you all being here. Uh, Wade, thanks for the good information that you've sent. Um, um, Dan Terry, I believe it was, sent out the one on salt. And down at the bottom, if you see it, it's got go to the top of the page. If you click on that, man, it's got a whole bunch more information. And then um, I'll have to go look uh, because there was one that's on water and the secrets of water, and I'll do my best to send that out to you. 
Information is free. Knowledge is potential potential power, but it is not power until you put it into operation. Jim, I hope you got a handle on it. Uh, thank you all for coming. Shalom, prosper, be in health, and uh, you some fine folks. Love you now. Good night. Shalom. Shalom, brother. Well, folks, it's been a fantastic call. Would anyone else like to share anything before we call it tonight? Well, I guess with that, uh, if no one has anything to say or would like to share with the other folks, you know, we'll call it a night. Thank each and every one of you for coming. And uh, I wish each and every one of you, from the sound of my voice, the blessings, health, goodness, prosperity, and perfect divine health. And with that, I'm going to end the call. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine health. Good night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.